When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Do you like what you're hearing right now? Then be sure to check out VOC Nation. Whether it's on VOCNation.com or your favorite podcast provider, VOC Nation offers the greatest in live and on-demand content, great interviews, and incredible insight from those who have lived the business. Seven days a week, VOCNation.com. And don't forget to check us out on Twitter at VOCNation. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation. Listen, this is Kevin Sullivan, the Prince of Darkness. I'm in the room with Brady. Brady, don't get me this. Don't get me that. If you don't, Brady, I'm going to go to your house, and I'm going to knock down the door. And you know what? I'm going to do you a little dog, don't you, Brady? So come back in the room right now with me. Ha, 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 VOCNation.com and your favorite podcast providers, Brady Hicks here. I, I couldn't be more excited. We're just, we're literally two weeks away from the drunken episode of In the Room. Bring all the alcohol you want. We're going to have a good time, and uh, I'm going to remember every bit of it this year. Brady Hicks, with me, the lovely Kathy Fitz. What's going on, Kathy? I'm going to this year. It's going to be special. No, you're not. We will see. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. You're a little quiet there. Let me turn up my volume here. There we go. There we go. Now I can hear you a little better. Uh, I'm excited for tonight. We're going to have some fun. We also have the one and only... What? Sounds good. It will. It will be. Or Kathy will give you your money back. Uh, we're also going to bring on the one and only maestro of professional wrestling, Papa Stro. What's going on, sir? Hey, hey, guys. Good to be here. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty excited <laughs> to be with you as well. 
Oh, a much needed episode, no doubt. <laughs> yeah, for sure. We're going to have some fun tonight. Uh, if you're lucky, you might catch a glimpse of uh, little St. Nick. Uh, we, we also have maniac Matt Grimm once again. How you doing, Matt? Oh, we're just we're just getting warmed up for two weeks from tonight. <laughs> oh my goodness! Have we? Uh, yeah, I, I I feel like for something of that magnitude, Matt, I need to start training. You know, like a fine Olympic athlete doesn't just step onto the field and get a gold medal. Correct. Yes. Right. Da, 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 da. Of course, two weeks probably isn't going to do a whole lot for me, but. That ain't going to stop me from trying. <laughs> Nor should it. Nor should it. <laughs> Nor should it. Uh, 914-338-1885 is the number to call in tonight, guys. And uh, I see we've got a couple people in the queue already. I, we'll get to you guys in a little bit, I promise. The huge news this week. I, I don't know if you guys saw this, um, but Sasha Banks is not coming back to WWE, at least not right now. But she's not going to AEW. She's joining the ranks in Japan, and I, I, I'm excited for this. I I haven't watched a New Japan show in a while now, but you know that would be a match that I would want to see. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell more that. <laughs> I think it'll be cool. You know, it, it's it's nice to see. Not just going to WWE and that being it, you know? I mean, it's uh, it's nice to know right. that there's other stuff out there, you know? And, and if that gets her excited, you know, you know, then uh, more, more power to her. <laughs> I heard that. pretty excited, that's for sure. Yeah, wow. we've got me. I'm, I'm ready now. I'm, I'm ready to end the show and hop on Instagram. Uh, no, I'm only playing. Aha. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> Oh, man. No, it's cool. It, it is really cool. And I hear, like, the big goal is to to do her versus uh, Kiri Singh, who was – she was in WWE, and now she's, I guess, that um, the stardom champion. So that uh, that should be a good match, I would think. And, again, it's a, it's a pretty neat I, – I, I loved it years ago when Brock Lesnar jumped over to New Japan. And I, I know it's not going to be as big as that. But it's still cool to see a star that you really only associate with WWE doing something outside of that company. Yeah, it, it's not often that you hear about stuff like this. Stro, what do you think? How's, how's Sasha going to do in Japan? I, I really think she's going to do great. Uh, she's an uh, avid student in the game. I mean, even in her time off, you know, she training in a nearby uh, ring somewhere or a gym. So, um, yeah, I, I think um, she'll, she'll do really well. I mean, she's, like I said, she's um, always striving to be better, better in her craft and everything like that. So I, I think this Japan experience is going to be a, a, a great deal for her. You guys think she'll go back to WWE at some point, or is this it? I think she'll mm-hmm. go back eventually. Yeah. Yeah, she just yeah, cause I, I basically yeah. testing the waters. Okay. I I mean I I, I guess there's got to be part of like a performer wants to know how they do outside of the company. Yeah. But I don't know. It just seems to me like so odd. Like why wouldn't she just? 
go back. That's where all the big money matchups are. And the way that she left, I would think she would probably be near the top of the division, Matt. I, I would think so. If she were to go you back. You would think. <clears throat> you know. You would think, but. It, 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 especially with Triple H in charge. And, and it's funny um, because I, I read a report today that Vince McMahon was considering coming back. And, like, you know, basically, like, he, he kind of, like, has decided, um, he kind of has decided that those charges would have eventually blown over and everything would have been fine. I, would that have been true? I, I mean, I don't know. I, I it, It's hard to know that. But no sooner did that report kind of circulate, then we got news that, like, another woman is suing him. Like, it's a totally different person. He's turning into, like, Deshaun Watson. It's insane. Oh, God. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it, it's insane, though. I mean, like, literally, like, she couldn't have filed the suit that quickly. So either Vince knew about the suit and still said, I want to come back, or it's just a very eerie coincidence that those two news items kind of popped up within, like, an hour and a half of each other. Seems unlikely, but what do I know? <laughs> <laughs> but how can you make sense of it, though? Like, I, I was trying to piece it together, and, like, like the only thing I can figure is that that was Vince – like, Vince McMahon knew that that was going to come out, and that was his way of saying, ain't no thing. Yeah. I Yeah. It's a thing, believe me. It's a thing. Um, I if, if if somebody had a gun to my head, I would say he probably is not coming back. At least not like he used to. I could see him making an appearance on TV or something like that, but I I don't see him running the day to day company anymore. I I keep getting reports that everybody's happy. Uh, yeah, I I, I, I yeah, there's just I mean, no reason to believe he would ever be allowed to come back. Well, I mean, the board certainly wouldn't approve of it, you know? No. It's his and company, but, but it's, it's not. not happening. Right. Yeah. Even, like, the talk of, like, the Hall of Fame. Like, they want to put him in the Hall of Fame next year. A very noble idea. But I don't know that I would do that the first year that he's gone. I no, think I was literally... Since... Yeah. I mean, he right. left in disgrace. Like, let's, let's right. call it what it is. Yeah. I mean, I, I like, from my perspective, I would wait a couple of years. Um, at least let let people start to miss him. Because right now the perception is he left and, you know, it's not a dark company anymore. There's, like, suddenly this bright future and everybody gets along and it's stress-free. And, like, I don't, I, I'm not saying that's how it really is, but that certainly is how people perceive it. Creatively, there's no right. more issues. Everything runs smoothly. Everybody's happy, and uh, nobody's um, being raped, for lack of a better. Yeah. Uh, oh, you know, I know. I, I yeah. And, and again, I'm not I'm not accusing him of anything. These are just the things that I'm reading. You know, the new one that I read today was insane. How anybody could think that they could get away with that I, is beyond me. Well, what was what was the new one today? Uh, forced oral sex on somebody for a job. 
And then when she was hesitant, um, I, I he kind of like mounted her. Uh, yeah, I think that's kind of that's kind of rapey to me. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's just my interpretation, but that sounds... Yeah, like, that's, um, yeah. Like, that's literally, it, it is, yeah. Like, literally, all the West, all the worst things you could think about Dexter Loomis apparently apply to Vince McMahon. <laughs> that was a bad joke, I know, but... It, it, but it, 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 it's true, though, it's creepy, it's... You know, we're not talking about going to the strip club and taking the Doomsday Device or something. Like, that's... This is an entirely different ball game here. This is, uh... Yeah. I, I, I don't see him coming back for WrestleMania. I don't see him coming back in any part whatsoever. I think if it had been one or two reports and he had stepped down, like, I could see him coming back in a couple months and, like, being a character on TV. I could see that. I don't see that right now. I think no. at best you'll get a Hall of Fame in a couple years, maybe. Quite possibly after he's gone. It is crazy to believe, Matt, that Vince McMahon isn't in WWE, though. Like, it is crazy. I mean, <laughs> I, guess. I don't know that the... Uh... I don't know. I can't say I'm entirely surprised by the accusations, but... The sad thing is I can't either. And I think anybody... Like, you don't have to know a lot of people in WWE, but if you're more than a casual fan, if you've ever read a dirt sheet or, like, read a report on, like, Vince McMahon or, like, backstage WWE, I don't think it would really surprise anybody. No. It's, I don't, it's sad. I don't think it's so. sad. Yeah, but by the same token, like, Mr. McMahon and before that, like, Vince McMahon, the announcer, were, like, so important to that company. You know, like, this is like, like, you remember a couple years ago when Hulk Hogan got banished for using the N-word? And, like, yeah, there was talk, like, oh, well, he'll never be back or blah, blah, blah. And it's like, as many people said that, I think most people kind of knew that eventually the day would come when it would sort of blow over, he would redeem himself in some small way, and they would decide, frankly, that they needed the ratings. Um, I don't think there's a scenario, short of the company going private again, where Vince McMahon will be accepted by people able to come back like that. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's going to happen. But... You know, stranger things have happened. Well, that's true, and it is wrestling. Stro, you've never heard of any stranger things than that, have you? In wrestling? Oh, gosh. Every, every day since <laughs> I've been in the business, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um,. Uh, you know, another thing that I wanted to uh, to mention, and this is kind of on the sad, like, like on the sad end of it. Um, so I don't know who heard or not, but uh, Matt Riddle got suspended again yesterday. This time it's for 60 days. He got popped for drugs. Um, 
you know, again, not passing judgment on him. I have no idea what's going on there. Uh, obviously, he did something. Um, they don't test for marijuana anymore, so we're not talking about that. You know, we're, we're talking either some sort of steroid or something a bit more hardcore. Yeah. Um, I believe only I, – I could be wrong, but I believe only two guys have ever gotten popped twice for it. One was Jeff Hardy, who technically – I guess he got released, and then he got rehired, so they reset it for him, and I think he had two more. Because uh, he, he's come and gone a couple of times now. Uh, the other one was Randy Orton early on in his career. But in theory, after the third time, you get released onto the program. Um, I, I And I'm speculating here. I mean, maybe if he goes to rehab, they knock one off. He's apparently going to rehab. So maybe they bump it down one because he's trying to get treatment and trying to get help. Uh, but they basically gave him the Jeff Hardy ultimatum. So he took it unlike Jeff Hardy did at the time. And here we are where this bright future, I I mean, in my opinion, in probably five to ten years, Riddle is going to be one of the guys that, in theory, the WWE should be centered around. And he's on the cusp of not having a job anymore. Pretty crazy, man. Yeah, he can't keep his... Can't keep his stuff under control. I know. At least Kathy is, like, functioning with it, you know? Fight me. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I think yeah, it's, um... <laughs> I'm kidding. You can say anything you want as long as you end it with I'm kidding. It's one thing I learned. I don't think that's true either. It's horrible life advice. Don't 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 take me on that. Don't 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 believe me on that. Uh, yeah, but uh, well, Kathy. I mean, you know Riddle personally. I mean, I I kind of know him from the CZW stuff. Like, it's weird to think that like he could be gone from WWE at some point. It, it's sad. I mean, just like with Jeff Hardy, it's it's yeah, an incredible talent. And it's sad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, nowadays, like you said, no one's testing for marijuana because it's whatever. Right. But, Especially with him. Yeah. yeah well, at, with anybody <laughs> at this point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just, um, one, you have to feel bad for the family. Yeah. And the kids. Because now it's right. going to be a... You know, it's something that everyone's going to hear about, and you know that's who I feel sorry for. Yeah, and he's already like messed up his life. Like, you know, if you consider like the accusations against him, you consider the fact that his wife and his kids aren't talking to him. Like, what a rough life, man. I mean, he's what? What is he like? Twenty six, twenty seven? He's still young. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. With that said, I'll bet you AEW scoops him up in a second if he gets released. I I mean, you know, say what what you will about the way Jeff Hardy went down. 
Uh, I think Riddle is much less of taking a chance than Jeff Hardy was. Um, so, one upside thing I'm I guess you heard that Barry Wyndham's doing a lot better. I did hear that, yeah, and I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, he's up and walking around and talking. So, any truth to the to the rumor that his nephew the Fiend came to visit him and gave him some powers? Stop. Stop. No. <laughs> Oh God! He gave Alexa Bliss powers. Come on, Kevin, you shouldn't oh, talk disparagingly about the team. I'm not touching that one. <laughs> that is Matt Grimm's favorite wrestler, the Fiend. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> now he's got his uncle, Papa Les, Le, Le, Papa Legbo, or whatever. I, uncle, whatever. Uncle Jack. I don't remember. Whatever it is. He looks like Papa Lego. Oh, oh, Uncle Howdy. <laughs> Uncle Howdy, that's it. Uncle Jack. He looks like Papa Lego. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Are you sure this isn't Yeah. No. No. It could be, though, but it's not. It's not. <laughs> Let's go to the phones, shall we? Uh, oh, uh, we're going to go to area code 925, which I believe is like California. We're, we're going to talk with Mike, who's back on the program once again. What's going on, brother? How you doing? Hey, good. How you doing? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Alexa Bliss I picked up the big win yesterday, Mike. Let me put the speakerphone on here. I, I was having trouble mm-hmm. hearing you. Can you hear me okay? Uh, yeah, I can hear you good. Can you hear us? Yes. Yeah. It's, good. For some reason, <laughs> with this new Android phone, I'm still getting used to this stuff. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, you had a flippy. Oh, you had a flippy phone, right? Braun Strowman was a flippy phone. For about 30 years, yeah. Yeah, yeah, finally. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Finally got my head in the game. (laughs) Watch getting your head in the game too much, Mike. It's a a vicious cycle. Yeah, really. I had my head in the game, and it was real hard to get it out, believe me. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. Alexa um, Bliss picked up the big win yesterday, buddy. Number one contender. I heard about that. Yeah, yeah. Shut up, Alexa. Shut up, Alexa. I got my stupid device talking to me. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, who she? Who does she wrestle? Or uh, who did she who's wrestle? Who's the next opponent? Uh, well, I know she, she gets the title shot now. Yeah, she beat oh, Bailey, so she's gonna fight Bianca. Yeah, but they're teasing oh, okay. that she's gonna go back to Bray Wyatt. So we're gonna go back to having oh. Demon Alexa, I guess. Which was disappointing the first time. I'd like to see her go back to the original Alexa, the the bad well, girl. Me too. <laughs> That'd yeah, be awesome. the one that, yeah. I uh, need some I've discipline. Got two of them now. I like her, mm-hmm, and I like mm-hmm. Mandy Rose. I want to see Mandy Rose keep the title. I don't know if she can do that though. <laughs> I don't know who they're going to put her up against. 
Mike, you definitely I have a type you. when it comes to favorite wrestlers. Yeah, yeah, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you, you only live once, right? <laughs> Damn straight. Hey, how was Thanksgiving? Oh, man. It was good. Yeah, it was good. It was, um, I mean, I hate Thanksgiving, so it was tough. It's tough to say it's good. It's, uh, to me, it's a whole lot of work to eat dinner. I, I think they should just call it Sunday. Oh, wow. We didn't have turkey but, I mean, it's this okay. year. It's nice to see my yeah. family. Yeah. Yeah, you there didn't you go. have turkey? No. Uh, Did you have turkey? The guy oh. from church invited me up with him, him and his wife and some, uh, some extra people and everything, and we had Filipino. Um, it was a Filipino Thanksgiving. It was pretty cool. It that was uh, good. Ponce. Yeah, she fixed Ponce. It was really good. Uh, <laughs> no, I didn't think he said Ponce. Matt, I thought he said something else. <laughs> Ponce. Oh, oh no, no, no! I wouldn't <laughs> okay. say that. You know okay. That. No, no, that's no, what I, I thought you said. <laughs> so that sounds good. <laughs> um, we had prime wood instead of turkey. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and the re- I mean, guess the regulars and lumpia. Uh, she fixed a lot of lumpia, and uh, it was pretty that? cool. What They'll the heck playing. is that? What's lumpia? lumpia? Oh, it's, it's good. It's disgusting. It's- Oh, it's great! It's those little little uh, little beef uh, little beef sticks with uh, all kinds of little meat in it and stuff, <laughs> and uh, okay. vegetables. Okay. I guess it's pretty good. Yeah. It, I guess you get it at the Chinese restaurant too. I'm not sure. Okay, okay, okay. And, I've never heard uh, of it. Yeah, maybe we had our first. Christmas uh, party at the church the other night. I had to find an ugly sweater, so I went down to uh, TJ Maxx and they, they they didn't have a lot of ugly sweaters, so I found this Your sweater, sweater with a is glorious, on. Mike. I love it. He's got a sweater with a giant like it's like Jaws, but with a Santa hat. I love Santa it. Santa hat, yeah. <laughs> I love sharks. Yeah, it was, it was pretty good get together. It was, it was pretty fun. And that's good. uh that's that's good. That's oh, good. Man. And then um Mike oh, on the yeah, prowl with a shark shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. uh I watch um what is it? WWE NXT. I watch that later. Uh that that okay. comes on I watch it on YouTube. It comes on about okay. eight eight or nine, somewhere around there, I think. It's a good show. Um, yeah, no yeah, but I, I'm a big. I, I'm so into. Uh, I love watching Mandy Rose. I, I get a kick out of <laughs> her and talks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hope she goes back to WWE. I think she's had the title for for almost over a year, so they're probably going to take yeah. the title from her and send her back to WWE. What? Which would be pretty cool. I mean, I don't know if you knew this, but WWE owns NXT. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh, I didn't. I thought. Yeah, like that's I thought their. They did. I wasn't sure. Yeah, that, that's, like their, that's like their minor leagues. Okay. Okay. So that's, that's where they cool. train. Yeah. Oh, awesome. So yeah, Mandy Rose okay. will be back. I, I, I expect Mandy Rose. Uh, we we were talking about this last week. I, I I think it was Dustin who called in in the second hour, and he was asking me who was going like what was going to happen with Mandy. I, I I got the feeling. I got the for, feeling that um that um Cora Jade is going to end up with the title. They'll probably yeah, need, I um I can't. I, I, they'll probably have Roxanna win it and then Cora beat her, I'm thinking. But once Mandy doesn't okay. have the title, I'd imagine the three of them are going to go up to uh, the main roster. That's why they haven't put the tag titles on on um, Toxic Attraction. Yeah, I like Toxic yeah. Attraction. They're pretty cool. That's, uh, I'd like to see them go to WWE. Yeah. That would be awesome. Main, or yeah, main yeah, roster. Yeah. They'll, they'll get there. They'll get there. Yeah. That'd be yeah. cool. Um, yeah. I forgot what I was uh, going to say. It's uh, I got this cat. My landlord's got this crazy cat. He's just <laughs> he just follows me all around the house for for food. He knows I got the food and everything. So he just he's a character, you know. He has to he has to be yeah. everywhere. I guess <laughs> you're probably like that with licorice, right? <laughs> or, uh, I guess so. I guess so. Yeah, how's he doing? <laughs> I think Lickers. he's getting older, but uh, yeah. oh geez, got some cats fighting outside actually. Uh, yeah, things are um, <laughs> things are okay. Licorice she's getting older. She's on a lot of medicines now, but oh yeah, God, yeah cats that's, are that's annoying, man. Kind of real hard. Yeah, <laughs> wish I could just turn <laughs> them off. Uh, so are you ready for Christmas? Yes. Yes, I am. I. I actually made a joke with my. Uh, I actually made a joke with my mom, and I felt bad after I said it. I. I said it's a shame for Jesus that he was born on Christmas. Oh wow! <laughs> you know, like he only gets presents once a year. You know, but. Oh, yeah. I was just joking, obviously. I was just joking. Oh, I know you were. No, I know you were. Yeah. Uh, we, I don't know if Jesus we, uh, does, but but hopefully, but you do. Oh yeah, yeah. We had a function okay. at the church for for needy families. We raised a hundred three thousand dollars the other night. Uh, oh wow! About a couple weeks ago. Um, I'm pretty needy. <laughs> well, these are these are <laughs> church families that are. That okay, are um, okay. poor and, and don't have anything. Pastors that are starting yeah. churches and stuff. Every year they they have a big uh, thing at Calvary Baptist, and they they just have. It's yeah. just from the heart. It's not like these TV preachers where they say, "Oh, give us your money and we'll give you." You know, you can buy us a, a jet plane and all that stuff. But right, right, everything right. Everything yeah. you do, is, you know, comes from the heart. People are pretty That's pretty nice. cool. It's it's like, say they they put a family on the board, like the Jones family. This family right. needs about nineteen thousand dollars to pay their bills. So everybody starts yeah. out by just 
donating a little bit, and it all adds up at the end of the night. You know, it's pretty nice. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I just, That's oh, good. man. I'm just trying to change everything. Um, I used That's to get nice pretty though. violent at times, but I'm just working I on can't that picture that. I can't picture oh, that yeah, at all. Well, I used to, you know, you have these habits and you try to break it, like smoking and drinking. You you just try and do little at a time, you know. And uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. it's like fighting and all this violence. I, I hate fighting and violence anymore. It's stupid, you know. I don't know why people you, you don't, get into these crazy fights. <laughs> you don't drink anymore either, do you? No, I quit a long time ago. I, uh, I just... Um, when I, I found this girl when I, I went to the hospital, she was a uh, candy striper, and she was teaching me a little bit about the Bible. And that sounds that great. I was a heavy drinker. Yeah, I was a heavy drinker and smoker at that time. So she just helped me give it up on all, all that stuff, you know. And uh, yeah, I just yeah. started finding a church and going to church and trying to get myself better and everything, you know. But <laughs> but. Everybody has faults and stuff. Everybody's yeah. Everybody screws up. My fault Nobody's is perfect. like yeah. My my fault is that like I drink too much and then like I return to it again. But it, it's at least like hey, yeah. an at home thing. Like we're gonna do the drunken episode in two weeks, Mike. Right? Sure. But like sure, I understand. I figure it's good clean fun because I don't like to black out. You know, I I like yeah. to keep it in moderation as always. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll be up for work in the morning, right? So that's okay. There you go. <laughs> okay. Hey, we all have a... I got Mike's blessing. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Everything in moderation, Mike. Mike. That's what I always say. There you go. Amen, brother. Amen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. I I used to do that. I I just, uh, just try to walk with the Lord now. Just trying to do the right thing, you know. But everybody, yeah. nobody's yeah. perfect, you know. We're not going to be perfect till we get to heaven, you know. It's, I think the only one who was perfect was Jesus Christ. <laughs> and we're not and Alexa there. Bliss. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Hey, oh, um, man, you're I'm not going to stay on here too much longer. I gotta go yeah, and get brother, some dinner. I've been dinner all day. Uh oh, what's for dinner? Well, I'm gonna go out and get um oh no fast food. I'm just gonna go down the block, uh, walk down to uh IHOP and get something down there. Oh, okay. I can't drive yeah, I can't drive no more because of my I'll have to have surgery in January on my leg. Uh, okay. or my back, lower back because Oh jeez. Uh I had surgery in 2016, and it's not helping, you know. So okay. um, when I go to drive the car, the brake pe- yeah. I can't catch the brake pedal. I almost had three accidents. And, uh, oh, that ain't good. I, that ain't good. I'm trying to sell my car now and just, you know, take an Uber from wherever I have to go and so forth. So right. I don't know. It's just right. crazy. Right. But, uh, well, yeah, I hope you feel you. better. I will. <laughs> okay. I will. I feel, sometimes I think, like, I don't necessarily, like, I worry about praying because I worry that, like, if God doesn't like me, then, like, maybe God will hurt. Oh, like, I, he like, loves maybe everybody. God will hurt people that I pray for. No, he loves you. He loves everybody. Uh, he just doesn't. You answer. don't believe in the Old Testament, he God? He just doesn't hear the prayer of a sinner, like, if you're if you're not yeah. if your heart's not with him, he doesn't listen. You know he won't. He can't he can't atone sin. 
he's, he's a perfect my, guy. Yeah. You know, he's a holy guy. My, 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 my heart crazy. is with him. The problem is my sure, head sometimes. Sure. I know. Yeah. I know. We all get, we all get yeah. that way. We can't help it. You know? But, hey, my oh, prayers are with you all the time. Thank you, brother. You too. Really? You too. I, I, I will pray yeah. for you. I'll I just pray want for to you, say you're Kitty. Great, and... Yeah, you're you're a one awesome guy, a great friend, and a a great brother, and and just I just enjoy your show tonight. I'm just a little. I just ran out of having you. To say, you know. <laughs> I don't okay. know. What uh, I meant to tell you be, before you go, Mike. I wanted to say that I was yeah. so happy to see that you saw your mom after talking about it all these years. Oh yeah, yeah. That was God. I was God, so happy to see God that. God helped me with that. Yeah, I, I didn't think that was ever going to happen again. I thought the next time I'd see her be in heaven, you know. But God yeah. worked that out. Yeah. She's not doing too there good. Go. She doesn't have a. She can't remember anything, you know. And oh no, I just wish I just wish Malcolm could see her again, you know. But I don't know. It uh, just have to pray about that and everything. But um, you guys are awesome, man. I like. Yeah, you guys have a great show. You're awesome. Uh, my prayers are with you. You have a good Christmas. Okay. How's my How's Malcolm? Have you talked to him? Just a couple of nights ago. See, he can't call you from the house because they they told him he gets too loud at times. So he felt bad about that. <laughs> that doesn't sound said, like Malcolm. <laughs> <laughs> no, he well the landlord the landlord kinda laid into him when he was talking he was talking to you one night on the show. So he said Mike okay. he said, I can't call the show because I don't want to lose this place where I got right now. You know, so I said, Yeah, well, Brady yeah. understands, you know, so so um Yeah, yeah. you just gotta find so the place and go. Sure, sure. We all need yeah, that. Yeah. Well tell him I said <laughs> hi. I need a, uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I, I need somewhere to go, that's I for will. sure. I need yeah, to get tied up and taken away. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, they get a straight hey, jacket. I'm sorry about tonight. I I just I'm kind of feeling out of it. I didn't have enough. To, I didn't feel like a, what I was going to say tonight. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be uh, boring, but I'll be okay Mike, next time. you were time. fine. You, guys, you were fine. You call in any time, brother. We missed you. You got it. You got it. Hey, go Alexa. We'll talk, huh? we'll talk soon. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll, yeah. All right, definitely. Go Alexa. All right. See you okay. You take care, Bye-bye. brother. Okay. Bye. <laughs> yeah. I think the chat while I'm talking with him is always one of the funniest. We have this uh, <laughs> kind of group chat going, and yeah. Ah, nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five. Yeah, I mean, I, I I hardly talked about it tonight, but Alexa did technically win the number one contendership last night, and it's looking like she's going back to dark Alexa, which... Oh, Shut up! I, I, gotta, <laughs> I gotta uninstall this stupid Echo, uh, because I can't talk about her anymore. I need a nickname for her, I guess. Like if I say Twinkles mm-hmm. won the number one contender, we'll all know what I meant. <laughs> uh, okay. How about, let's go to, uh, we got Tora here. Let's go to Tora. We'll see what she's got going on. <laughs> What's going on, Tora? Hey! What's up? How you doing, honey doll face? 
I'm doing great. You're doing great? What's so great? Yeah. What's going great? Everything, basically. I'm changing my you work know, schedule around. Do you, do you talk to Dustin anymore? Yeah. Okay, I, I feel like I owe Dustin an apology. Last, last week, Matt, he got mad at me because uh, he told me he was straight edge like CM Punk. And I was like, oh, you're straight edge, so you're like, you don't. So I said, oh, you, you know what I said. Of course, I said, oh, you're straight edge. That means you don't drink or do drugs or have sex. Like CM Punk. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And he, and, he, and he hung up on me. He hung Dang. up on me. Yeah. That's messed up. Wasn't my finest wasn't my finest moment, Tora. I know. I stand by it, but it wasn't my I, I everything I said was true, but I I, I do apologize. <clears throat> just just because something's true doesn't mean you need to say it, so <coughs> Right. <laughs> What's going on with you, Tora? How's your daughter? Everything good? She's doing all right. She's doing good. She got good grades. Good. What's a and good grade? Like for, for me, it was like a C minus. Um. Like I'd get like a D sure plus. My parents would be like, "That's great." You're not sure? How do you know they were good then? Because I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> okay. I know. The logic holds up. I got you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how's everything? Uh, things are good. You know, um, it's really cold here. Uh, yeah, it's cold actually, too. No, yeah, it's no, real yeah. cold. Like it, no, but it just hit like negative 150 outside. Like I actually, I they had I lost my hand because like I wasn't wearing gloves the one day. Mm. Yeah. The doctor tells me it's going to grow back, but I I don't know. Mm-mm. Also, I'm calling myself the doctor now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Tara. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Matt, I feel like a dentist when I'm taking these calls. You know why? Why is that? Because it's like pulling teeth. Waka waka waka. But but why is this painful? Regular Fozzie Bear here. Right. Waka waka. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Tora. You still laugh like a witch after all these years. Like a cartoon witch. She's like, she's got a kettle of brew and she's like, (laughs) like that. I try to, I try to laugh so different. But it depends on what yeah. it is. You're good at it. Uh-huh. You're good at it. Yeah. You're good at it. You're good at everything, Tora. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. going to my second year with my job. What's your job? For, for about a year. Who's hiring you? Kajet UC Inc. Okay. So what do and you I do? Like, for about a year. What do you do? We manufacture velvety cheese and doggy bones, and we have a pharmacy, 
and we uh, deal with oh, wow. hospital stuff that goes to the hospital. Okay. You're like a jack of all trades. Hospital. Mm-hmm. So you do cheese, cheese and dog food and medicine, basically. Dog, doggy bones. Doggy bones. Dog bones, the, not food. The okay, cheese, I got you. We, the cheese that, that we deal with is called Velveeta cheese. I've, I've heard you know of the it. Velveeta cheese that you use for your motel? Yeah. Uh-huh. You yeah. deal with that. It's like a manufacturer. Okay. Do you uh-huh. like... So what do you do? Like you like go around just like cutting the cheese? Not cutting the cheese. We um pack them. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> okay. All right. Cool. Cool yeah. thing, Tori. Uh huh. Cool thing. Yeah, I'm changing so my schedule around. I oh, okay. work Monday. I Too much cheese. Work Monday through Friday. No. It's just that um, I have to watch out my income. So don't you have to work so, more if you're watching your income? Uh-uh. I'm no. just going to work like Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And have two okay. off days. Tuesdays and Thursdays. That'll get you more money. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love my cool. job. It sounds good. I would love to work with cheese. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. for people that's with um, disabilities. Oh, okay. What the job is or the cheese? Yeah. The job. Ah, oh, I got you. Okay. I got you. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. The people that work there, they've been working there for a long time now. <laughs> Okay. We have one lady that been working there since 1972 for 50 wow. years, and we wow. had a big See, that, party for her. Than... And she's 69 years old. What kind of cake did you get? A cheesecake? No, they they uh, got her a plaque and a picture taken. Plaques? Like the breast stuff? Plaque. Oh. A plaque, a plaque. Uh, oh, a plaque. Oh, I thought you said you got a plaque, like mouthwash. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. Okay. Oh, mm-hmm. Glad you corrected me. I didn't want to sound stupid. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Clara. <sighs> Been watching wrestling? Yeah. It's been kind of stupid. I don't know what is really going on. From the mouths of babes, Matt. (laughs) Exactly. It's not wrong. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I mean to say stupid, but... I mean to say stupid. stupid. No, stupid was the word. It is stupid. You were were on the right track. It hasn't been good. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Don't sell yourself short. <laughs> Where's Charlotte? I'm here. Mm. He's hiding in the Hi, background. Boo-boo. Oh, 
cool boo-boo. Why are you calling him boo-boo? It's a little weird, Tora. It's not weird. I call everybody upset. Even my daughter. Yeah. She's like, uh-huh. You never called me boo-boo. Okay, I call you boo-boo. She just calls me that asshole. No, you're not. <laughs> any person, any person that I would know is an asshole. Uh, it's all good to her. I'm just playing. Mhm. Well, it's great to talk to you, to her. Down here, you guys, you guys come down to. and take a trip. I you and your to. wife. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be we tough. You know, we're talking about a honeymoon, yeah. and we haven't discussed St. Louis, so I guess all everything's on the table right now. Yeah. Why not? I mean, I was thinking like an Eastern European kind of tour, but, you know, we'll, we'll do what we can. Yeah. Just it might have to be St. Louis. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Well, I figure I live in Philadelphia. It can't be too much worse. Nah. Nah. Yeah. But yeah, I feel that the Eagles are doing great. Yeah, so far so good. We're hoping. I think they're going to go to the Super Bowl. I hope so. What do you we'll think? I, I, think uh, mm-hmm. I think it's still early, but I like what they're doing. So. Yeah. You've been going There's to a couple of teams that scare me, so. Yeah, I've been to, God, she's interviewing me. I've been to uh, two football games this year. I, I went to the Eagles and the Jaguars in the pouring rain. Mm-hmm. And then I went mm-hmm. to the, uh, mm-hmm, and then I went to the Sunday night game against the Green Bay Packers. Ooh. And I that wore my wrestling game. mask. I wore my wrestling mask. <laughs> Which was fun. All right, that Tora. Was you. It's great to talk to you. I, I saw you. Yeah, I, I was watching that game. Man. I, uh-huh. Okay, was I there? I was on TV. Yeah, you was on TV being goofy. Yeah, that doesn't sound like me. <laughs> <laughs> when I streaked across the field, you didn't see me, did you? Man, if you I was only wearing my mask. I'm going to laugh at you. I'm going to laugh at you. I was only wearing my mask. Yeah. And on top of that, butt naked too? Uh-uh. Yeah. No. I tried, no. I tried to vault the uprights like a pole. Like a, like a, like a, like a, what do they call it? With the, the pole um, vaulters. I was a pole vaulter. But I was naked. Oh, no. Mm-mm. Over the uprights. Give him, yep. give him a strip pole. Triple <laughs> uh, it's great to talk to you, Tora. Love you. Yeah. Love you, too. You stay safe. You stay safe. Yeah, I heard you guys was having a drunken episode. Two weeks, Tora. Two it's weeks the, and one the day? Tuesday between Christmas. It's, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do it Tuesday this year. Um, It's the Tuesday in between Christmas and New Year's. Okay. I'm so down. Two weeks from now, the tw- December 27th. Don't okay. get so drunk you can't talk to me, though, Tora. Oh. I'd be, I, I be okay. I'm not going to be that drunk. I don't, I don't know if I will be, but you will be. 
Mm-hmm. Hey, oh, Tora. Yeah. Hey, Tora. Yeah? You all right. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, so, real quick, before we go to commercial break, uh, there was one other thing that, I, that kind of surfaced this week, and I, I can't decide how I feel about it. It's WWE-related again, but as you guys know, Roman Reigns, he's got the two titles. Um, they're talking about they got two nights of WrestleMania. They're have, talking about having them defend both belts separately on separate nights. So under this plan, he would fight Cody Rhodes for probably the WWE title on Saturday, and then he'd fight The Rock on Sunday for the world for the for the uh, Universal title. And the idea being that he would probably lose the WWE title. And he can still continue his historic reign because the Universal one was the one that he had before. But basically, it would be splitting the titles against you. And I can't decide how I feel about that. I, I, I feel like the titles are better combined. But that's an interesting idea, and I really like that, like, Cody might be the one to get the nod. Hmm. That, that is... Uh pretty interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Way to hype it up, I mean, brother. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. <laughs> two nights back-to-back Roman wrestling twice. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I guess he'd headline both. I don't know. Like, Matt, like we were saying it before, like, I feel like if Roman's going to lose to somebody, I, I think Cody makes a lot of sense. I mean, I always I just go back Maybe to that not. tweet that somebody sent him that one time, like you're my favorite Mick Carter. <laughs> that was a long time I ago, just, wasn't it? I know, but I just I just don't know if I'm quite seeing him differently than that yet, you know? Really? Okay. Well he's only beaten Seth Rollins, technically. I just feel like yeah. the iron is hot. Like if like, if they bring in Cody as a surprise at the Rumble and have him win it, I know there's talk about having The Rock win the Royal Rumble, but I still don't buy that. I mean, the dude, like, they, they'll be lucky if they get one match out of him. I can't see them getting two, and I can't see an over-the-top battle royal for him. I, I, I feel like he's the guy that doesn't got to win the Rumble in order to challenge for the belt, but Cody um, would have incredible momentum if he was a surprise entrant and ended up winning it. Right. Right. Yeah. But again, I, I mean, I might be forcing more on him than, like, is really there. I don't know. So it's something to talk about, though. It's something to think about as we move on to the second hour. We're actually going to take a commercial break right now. Uh, 914-338-1885 is the number to call in. See, we got a couple more of you guys in the queue. We're also going to bring on uh, the new co-host, Matt. I don't know if you had the chance to hear the show last week. But uh, Howard Morgan did a fantastic job, and I'm excited to talk with him in the second hour. So, uh, yeah, 914-338-1885. It's in the room on the VOC Nation Wrestling Network, and we'll be back in just a couple minutes. Hey, this is Total Package, Lex Luger. You're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Hey, guys, before we get started, I just wanted to read this commercial because it's an agreement that we made with a really great podcast, and I want to tell you guys all about it. Pro Wrestling Interviews, it features guests who are hot indie stars as well as the greats of the ring. Each week, you can join the amazing Velvet, 
as well as Dr. John, as they host this jam-packed hour of interviews, pro wrestling news, and entertaining guests. It's an hour you don't want to miss. Trust me, you don't want to miss it. Every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern, just go to ProWrestlingInterviews.com, and it'll take you to their Facebook page where you can get the custom podcast link for that week. Don't miss a second of Pro Wrestling Interviews. That Sunday nights, 9 Eastern, ProWrestlingInterviews.com. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Check out In The Room. Every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star, Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests. Like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Yo, this is Jerry Stein of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. You get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts will include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Frisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Sting, Nick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOCNation. Phil After has been in the pro wrestling business for over 50 years. Hey, talking here with uh, Arn Anderson. Arn, first of all, your height and weight. 6'1", 255. And now subscribers to VOC Nation Premium get exclusive access to Bill After's archived audio footage. And uh, where's your hometown? Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay, and uh, give us something about your back. First of all, your relationship to Ole Anderson. Ole is my... Subscription to VOC Nation Premium starts at just $3 a month and includes commercial-free audio and video versions of our top podcasts. Okay, we're speaking here with uh, the manager of the World Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, Tarzan Tyler and Luke Graham, and he's, uh, he's sort of glowing tonight about a new prospect we haven't heard of yet. And for just $9 a month, Aptor's archives are all yours. Uh, would you tell us who this new prospect well, is? Well, I'll tell you, Bill, I've searched the world, and I finally <laughs> found a true world champion. I finally found... What's your opinion of uh, Ivan Koloff winning the title from Bruno San Martino? Well, I think, uh, I don't know what to say, but I, I want to say one thing. Uh, Bruno was an early champion. Yeah. Here are exclusive interviews with the greatest performers of all time. So after, and once again, we're speaking here with Bruno San Martino. Bruno, first of all, how did you and Bruiser lose that title to the Valiant? Well, actually, it was a, a, a very unusual loss, if you want to call it a Did loss. Well, yes, but the whole thing is that the rules, as I always understood them, was that the title could only be lost by 10 or 
or submission, which is the same rules as uh, my title, the Worldwide Wrestling Federation. That's nice. Uh, it was to sign up. It's very simple. Head to premium.vocnation.com or go to patreon.com/vocnation. VOC Nation takes you behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation. Wrestling Network, thank you for bearing with us as we kind of hop onto the second hour here. We've got uh, Brady Hicks here. Howard Morgan's going to be with us in one second, but before we kind of jump to him, uh, I got the Stro Maestro with us as always. Uh, Stro, what do you got going on this week, man? Uh, well, uh, this Thursday night, Retro is returning, and uh, it's open forum night, so anything goes. So if you want to call in, please nice. share share life. So looking forward to it. Very good. You know, I dated a girl in college who had an open forum every every uh, week. Nice. It, it it didn't end so well. So I'm only playing. Uh, <laughs> That was a reach. That one was a reach, but you got to give it to me. Uh, yeah. Uh, 914-338-1885, as I see the callers are starting to line up here. Uh, we've also got with us, who uh, I'm sure torturedly has been listening to the first hour, and he's joining us right now. We're so happy to have him back. The one and only Howard Morgan on the air. What's going on, Howard? Not much, guys. I mean, what's going on? Howard. <laughs> uh, well, you you got a real kind of feel for the, the, the flavor that this show is, I, I think. Or, or uh, lack thereof, however you want to look at it. Well, there's a, there's a lot of flavor there, you got to admit. It might not be good <laughs> flavor, but it's flavor. Not bland. This uh, is true. <laughs> yeah. Now, we're, 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 I mean, there's, there's lots going on. There's lots going on in the wrestling world. And like I said, uh, the callers are starting to line up. We'll get to you guys as we're able. Uh, Rat Boy, you're up next, so so hang tight there. Uh, yeah, we um, we opened up the show kind of talking about Sasha Banks. I 
I, I find it amazing and a little bit cool that she's not going back to WWE, that she's going to try Japan. Like, I, I, I think that's cool. I, I like to see people in environments where you really haven't seen them. So, any thoughts on that, Howard? No, yeah, I, I think it's a huge opportunity for, you know, I, I think it's a, a, a fresher start than if she would have went to mm-hmm. AEW. I think her, she has more potential there, I think, you know, than, than anywhere else, especially here, you're more potential over there than, than back here. Probably. But I do wonder, like, wouldn't she have been the most over woman on the roster if she went back to WWE? I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I, I mean, we could speculate, and, and you know, but yeah, maybe may yes, maybe no. I, you know, you don't know how they would have handled that whole situation with her coming back. Okay, very good, very good. So, uh, yeah, so that's where we are tonight. And again, you know, there's a lot of different stuff we can talk about. We can talk about Vince McMahon who said he was coming back and then magically another accuser stepped forward and it's looking like, you know, the Mr. McMahon character and, and the, the the guy that we grew up with in the 80s that was an announcer, Howard, he's he's gone. He ain't coming back. We'll be lucky There's if we no get way. a Hall of Fame induction out of the guy. No, well, you will, but I, I don't think it'll come for some time. I, I think that's years down the road, yeah. and as you alluded to earlier, I think it's, you know, after he passes, I think, it is when that'll happen. Yeah, probably. It's a shame. It's a shame. I, I Yeah, but, I, I mean, it's a shame for old school fans, I should say. The, no, and yeah, I mentioned this too earlier. Yeah. Like, I mentioned it earlier, like, you know, Hulk Hogan getting banished for saying the N-word years ago. Um that didn't feel nearly as permanent as this. Obviously, this is a much more serious thing, but yeah, there's just that feel like, yeah, I I, I don't see it going away anytime soon. So no, it's, no, because uh, it's, it's still it's fresh tough. and it will be, yeah, and it will be for for a couple of years. Um, yeah. Because again, as soon as any time he he makes a. a a claim like that that he wants to come back it automatically everything that he's done I think comes right back to the regardless of how old it is comes right back to the present yep yep and it happened right away today so yeah absolutely um yeah yeah Joe what do you think about that I mean obviously Vince McMahon was a huge rival for you guys for so many years how weird is it to think that He's not in any way involved anymore. You know, um, in a roundabout way, he's going to be involved about the business for years to come. Whether he's uh, yeah. in the back or, or whatever. I mean, people are still going to be talking about him. Heck, we're still talking about him. So I know. <laughs> you know? I know. If he did, you know, I was thinking like, and he can't do it right now because of, um, because of all the litigation and stuff like that. But if he mm-hmm. decided in a couple years that he wanted to start doing a podcast, mm-hmm. like it, it would clean up. It would be huge. Oh, it would. 
I don't think there's one wrestling fan that wouldn't listen to a Vince McMahon podcast. I wish he was doing media interviews. I would love to try and get him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I know me and everybody else, but yeah, I could do some damage with that one for sure. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah. It would definitely be interesting. It would definitely be interesting. <laughs> Uh, any any classic wrestling you've been watching, Howard? I, I I know you mentioned the um the sheep herders the other day. Our good buddies, the Bushwhackers. Uh, <laughs> one of my favorite. They are the sheep. The they are the sheep herders. <laughs> well, I interviewed Bushwhacker Luke, and it was amazing. Yeah, it, it's just amazing <laughs> how you know they they really have you know gone from the tag team that they were. Mm-hmm. Jumping to WWF and become the tag team that we kind of what? are all familiar with, yeah. you know, and able to go from really <laughs> one, one one extreme to the next, you know. Right. It, you know, but I, you know, I love them. You know, I love them no matter what. Yeah. No matter what name you give them, you know. I, <laughs> you know, I, but I actually watched hey, a documentary on. The AWF. I don't know if you how familiar you are with the AWF. That was the early two thousands, right? Uh, late. I think late nineties. Yeah, early two thousands. It was like right the, around the when three, WCW was starting to go away. They, they they used the three you know the three round system and it was it, okay. it was just awful. It was awful. <laughs> okay. Because it was it was like it, it sounds you know, great as the match went on. <laughs> You know, you you, yeah. you you know you get in a match that's two three minutes long, and all of a sudden, boom! There's a thirty second break. You know, <laughs> so there's a break in momentum. Yeah. Hmm. So they were not like worked rounds; like they were like literally like you could be in the middle of like the hottest part of the match, and like suddenly you got to stop. I mean, you got to stop. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who thought okay. that up. Apparently, it comes from from over to England and. And over that way, that's how they used to do it. Um, okay. But it just it, it doesn't work for, you know, you, you take a, a company and you call it the American Wrestling Federation and you tailor everything around how how the British do it and how they do it in Germany. And it's like, that's not American wrestling. It's not. And then, you know, they, they got guys that were, you know, yeah. a little past their prime as, as their star, Tito Santana. And the I was going to say, yeah, like they had him, they had um. Like Greg Valentine was there, right? Don't it, I remember that? Yeah, Greg Valentine. They had Sergeant Slaughter, but you know, again, they That's were funny. they were past their prime, but they were still right. But Sergeant Slaughter is going to be Sergeant Slaughter, you know, forever, and he's always going to be a draw. He's always going to make money, but it, he's not the reason you're going to you know to buy a ticket necessarily. Yeah, but, you know, you know it's funny. Days, I just it, had a fr- yeah. It's it's funny. Like I just had a friend ask me the other day. When Greg Valentine and Brutus Beefcake started looking like an old married couple, <laughs> like Greg Valentine looks like a grandmother. Yeah. And I, I mean, no disrespect, that guy would slap the figure four on me so fast. But uh, yeah, oh, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's crazy. It's crazy. They're old school tough guys. No, uh, I, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, not, not taking anything away from them. But you know, wow. it was just, you know, and then I, I watched a little bit of the Herb Abrams old UWF. Yeah. Um, over the last couple of days, which is just a step up from 
god awful. <laughs> you know, just it just it started out. It just didn't never it start clicked. out good. It just yeah. started out real good. Well, because it because it was it was the old Bill Watts Mid South, and they just changed it. Yeah, yeah. To the UWF, and then it Good. got a little more. I mean, you know, Sting was there, Rick Steiner, you know, early, yeah. early, early Shane Douglas. All those guys were early in their career. Um, but then you had, we you had know, the Stevie guys Ray who were getting on. older. Steve, yeah, yeah, Stevie Ray. You had Steve yeah, we, Williams. We had him on the show. Yeah. Oh, did, yeah. oh, nice. Yeah, it was interesting. <laughs> he's a he's an interesting fellow, Stro, wouldn't you say? Remember that no, Stevie yeah. Ray from Herb Abrams? Yeah. Oh, yeah, what something, man. Yeah. <laughs> I got a bumper from him. He started recording like a five-minute promo. Wow. He's amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. But, but yeah, I, I think I, a I lot of fans... With, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I can't believe with, with everything that you covered that happened mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. week, with the, you know, bringing a little current... The the most shocking story to come out of Raw, and, and maybe you, you were you're getting there, but and, you know the 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 most shocking event that happened on Raw was not even discussed in your first hour. Uh, drawing a blank. What did what I miss? What happened to Bobby Lashley? Ah, oh, well, he got fired, but I mean. <laughs> It's a storyline, right? No, it is, and, and yeah. but again, I think it's a, a a throwback to the you know the old days where it, it, it's you know the show didn't you know Mr. Man run it. There was a definite end to the show. You know, Raw was going off the air. This yeah, that's left true. Kind of hanging, like um, you yeah. know, now now you're you're starting to get it, you know. Invested, and now you want to tune into next week to see really, you know, yeah. what happens with Bobby Lashley. Because as we saw, he was taking his luggage and and leaving the arena. You know, and you know, like not attitude the end, era kind of feel. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Like it, it yeah. felt like attitude era. Yeah. Yes. You're right. You're right. Yes, You're right I, about that. I, I yeah. And, and I, th- I think they're they're starting to turn the corner, and I think you'll see their their ratings start to come up, and I think you'll see the storyline starting to you know, come together, you know, a lot cleaner and a lot smoother than they have been, which I think is great. Uh, yeah. No, I do too. And this is the time of the year when you want to peak. Like, you want to you want to start to do well heading into the Royal Rumble. And I know December's a little early still, uh, but it's nice to see that they kind of have a vision with where they want to go for things. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, the storylines, by and large, Howard, Stro and I have talked about this many times, but... Uh, say what you will about them, whether you like them or not. Um, they're heads and shoulders better than they were um, since June when Vince McMahon stepped away. They're Absolutely. Much better. It's like it's well, laid it's, out it, better, it's it planned was, right. better, it's creative. Yeah. Right. It, it wasn't. It wasn't going to change overnight. We and we and we knew right. that. But I think now, you know, with, with Triple H running things, I think there's go. You'll see. Longer storylines where they they play out longer, you know, than just you know pay per view to pay per view and then it's over, mm-hmm. you know. And then mm-hmm. the guys, mm-hmm. were, you know, I think you're going to see longer lasting storylines, which I think is again keeps everybody you know invested in what's going on. I I I agree. I agree. 
it's um it, it's become entirely more watchable. It's like because yes, for a has. while there, man, Raw Raw was a was a dredge. Like I, as a reporter, as somebody who like watches all this stuff so I can write and talk about it, um, it became a chore. And the fact that there were thirteen, fourteen hours of it on a non-pay-per-view week, that makes it even worse. But if it's enjoyable, at least it's like passable, you know. So right. I, yeah, what they're doing, what they're slowly doing, and. and I, you know, here's another thing. Like, I'll give them all the credit for what they're doing with the women on both shows, with WWE in particular. AEW is doing it, too. But I think, like, WWE, and especially Raw, has been, like, doing such a good job of highlighting those top four or five women every week and putting them in scenarios where, like, yeah, like, it's not the same thing every week. It's, it's interesting at the same time, you know? Like, like, this week we had Alexa turn on, like, Bianca Belair. Um, yeah, I mean, sure, we all kind of know where they're going with it, but if you're going to be predictable, at least have some fun getting there. Right, right. So I, I, and, and not everybody feels the way that I do, but I feel like the women have been like the MVPs of Raw for the last, like, probably three or four weeks. Yeah, no, they definitely have, you know, saved the show, if you will, you know, yeah. in, in those last couple of weeks. And it's been a highlight, and, and like you said, it's actually been worth watching. Yeah, and that's just raw. That's to say nothing of the stuff Ronda Rousey's doing. So right. Yeah, like on SmackDown. Yeah, and AEW. They, I, yeah, the the women have really stepped up recently. Uh, NXT. Uh, they had the pay per view this weekend. A stupid name. It was um, Deadline. 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 Yeah. Stupid name. But there were probably three or four really good matches on there. It definitely wasn't like a one-match show like you used to get a lot in the past. So, I, I mean, I, I was happy with it, you know. But, the, again, the women, they do that Eliminator match. And, like, I, I, I'm i amazed. I, I never would have thought if you – Stro, if I would have gone back ten years ago, if you would have told me – that the women would be the highlight of the show at times for the non-hornball guys. Yeah, like they, they're the highlight of the show many, many times now. Oh, yeah, and, 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 yeah, and it was a 25-minute match. It was long. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. But it wasn't boring. It was right, long, but it, but it wasn't, wasn't boring. boring. Right. Right. Yeah. Of course, Cora Jade could have stood still for a half an hour, and I probably would have still watched. But still, it wasn't boring. <laughs> Nobody would have complained. At all. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the phones. I'm going to bring on uh, Ratboy, who's going to halt this discussion right now, I'm sure. What, what's going on, Ratboy? <laughs> How you doing, Boo How you doing, Boo Boos? Why are you calling me Boo Boos? I don't know, no, Tori calls you guys boo-boos, you know, you're my boo-boo, you know? Yeah. Uh, all right, all right, I'll I want to say one thing, okay? okay? I doubt it. The okay. females done it again tonight on NXT. I'm sure they did. Oh, yeah, because Roxanne just defeated Mandy Rose. Yes, I called it. I called it. Part one of my plan. 
Yep. The other two and parts are Mandy Rose and Toxic Attraction are going to jump to the main roster, and the other part of it is the Cora Jade is going to beat Roxanne. That's I'm calling and it right now. Who, and, and guess what? And I bet what? you're going to see Mandy Rose at the Royal Rumble. Probably. Yep. Yeah, she might hang around long enough to, like, challenge Roxanne for a couple more weeks. And then at the Royal Rumble, she's going to jump. You're probably right. Yep, she's going to jump, and she's going to take, and she's going to take over. Watch and see. And Toxic Attraction is going to come with her. They're going to win the tag team titles almost right away. Yep, and yes, and uh, I got you. Did you watch it last night, bro? Yes. Did you notice anything different? No. The same uh, as every other week. Okay. What? And honestly, her face, her face, she didn't have her makeup on last night. Ow. Yeah. That's you know true. why? You know why? She's changing. Why? No. She's leaving for a while. She's going She's going on a trip. So she took her makeup off early, not realizing that they were going to film raw. Yep, she's going to be taking a trip, and you ain't going to be seeing her. Okay. Where's she going? Okay. I'm not sure. Where's she going? St. Louis? I think think she's going uh, back to uh, Japan, where she's from. You sure she's not going to Trenton? Because she tweeted that she's going to take a trip. She tweeted that last Uh night. I'm going on a trip. Okay. You know, because she lost, how many times? She lost uh, twice in... Twice in, in the last two weeks? Maybe she's going to go to the New Japan show to sit front row for uh, Sasha Banks. Maybe. You never know. Yeah. She said that she's going to be Maybe. taking a trip. When you, that's it. Mm-hmm. Get up, get up, and get oh, dancing down. And uh, did you win the uh, easy... The ECWA award yet? The both you know, the announcer. announcer. The announcer they didn't announce I did vote I did vote it for you. I I appreciate that, buddy. I, I appreciate and, that. And, and I you know, I'm vote. I'm probably not gonna win because I don't do social media like everybody else, so uh, and that's fine. That's fine. I mean I won it a couple of years ago when they did it. Uh it's a young man's game, you know. I'm the old guy at the booth, so and when, when, when you uh, see Mr. Uwala, tell him I, I did vote for him because I like him a lot. I love teasing him a lot, you know. I'm not telling him that you didn't vote for him because you hate him. But I love the guy. I, I did vote for him, you know. Mhm, mhm. And plus, uh. I think uh, I think uh, the referee was in it too. Uh, the one, two, three. Uh, can't count Finnegan. Oh, yeah, yeah. I voted for him, too. You know what I call him? I call him one. I call him one, two. Yeah, but say, that's it. Three. You know, you can't count this. You can't, yeah, you yeah, can't yeah, count yeah. this three. I got you. I, I have, that means I have to go with you one time to the show. Oh, don't go with me. Let I'll me get, let, me, let me get in the <laughs> room. Let me go. Let me get in the ring with Finnegan and show him how yeah. to count. 
true. You could see why I wouldn't want Ratboy to come to a show with me, right? I'm not the yeah. only one that sees that. <laughs> um, you can take, I tell you what. You can take me to your show. What? You can have me in, 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 in a leash, and I, just, and I just sit by your side all night long. What if I had a pet carrier? Would you do that? Bring a pet carrier? Sure, why not? Yeah. Like I got a little chihuahua cage. I could bring you in that. You know, when uh, when Joe comes around, Joe's the Zoli, just let me loose. So I go What if I drove you to the woods near the CWA and then let you out and drove to the show? And then you just walked like the last, like, ten miles. I probably could do that. The last I think mile. That sounds like the best idea to me. Yeah, but, but when we're about to leave, you got to pick me up, though, you know, on that road. Well, yeah, like 10 miles from the... Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Anything else, Radboy? <laughs> oh, yeah. I just wanted to say, we all get ready. We're going to have a good time on a drunken episode on a VOC Nation. I'm ready Two to weeks. go. I know. I'm ready to go with my fireball. I can't wait to get drunk with the VOC Nation. For you, it's just... And I'm out of here. For you, the drunken episodes like every week. I know. <laughs> Take care, I brother. know, because I feel happy here. And I love you, boo-boo. <laughs> I see you in a drunken episode, boo-boo. Bye-bye. Bye bye. See, see you right there. <laughs> Cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh God. <sighs> yeah, two weeks, man. Howard, the drunken episodes are something else. I I can't even begin to. Uh, you know, there have been times where I don't even remember starting the show. And there have been times where I blacked out and don't remember finishing a show. And there have been times when I thought I finished the show and didn't finish the show. There there have been many different examples of uh, nonsense that comes from this thing. But you know what? I just realized I accidentally muted the wrong guy there. Sorry about that, Howard. Uh, (laughs) You and Ratboy have very similar numbers. (laughs) Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's bad. It, it's bad. It won't be as bad because I promised my wife that I would never let it get to that point again. Um, but it's it can fall short of that point and still be pretty bad. So <laughs> we'll have some fun. <laughs> we'll have some fun. I I also got to get on a lot of the callers to call in, like a lot of the ones from the past. Because that's like part of the best part. It becomes like the reunion for all these people that never call in anymore. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Stroke it'll game, be a good time. I can tell. It, oh, it'll be a great time. Yeah. Might not remember a damn thing from it, but it'll be a great time. That's all right. You, you'll have a recording of it. It'll be around forever. I know. I know. <laughs> you know, people have asked me, like, you know, why I never worked for WWE. I said I've got a... 
13 years worth of episodes to serve as an example why I <laughs> would never get hired. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, what else is in the news? So Riddle got suspended for 60 days. He's going to rehab. They asked him to go to rehab, and he said, yes, 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 of course, because otherwise he'd end up like Jeff Hardy without a job. It's sad. I, I hope he's okay. It's sad. He's one of yeah, my favorite and, performers. And, yeah, he, he was one of them, you know, really, you know, we, we sometimes overuse the word, but one of them up-and-comers that would have been been around yeah. for a long, long time. I know. And, you know, I just hope that, that like, he gets, you know, gets right and, you know, doesn't throw his career away over this. Me too. And, and obviously we've had some experiences with him because he's a guy that's been in the area between um, CVW and the, the Monster Factory. And, you know, so, like, he's done different stuff in the area. And, like, he's he, he's kind of, like, considered a local guy, even if he's not officially a local guy. Um, so I, I think that makes it even more, I don't know, like, more kind of touching in a way to, to like, see it. Touching is not the right word, but you know what I mean. Like well, there's a connection there. It, it, there, there. There's a connection there. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I hope, and, and like I said earlier, like, I feel like in 10 years, like, I have a hard time picturing Matt Riddle not being a huge part of WWE for, like, the next 10 to 15 years. And right. so, so here's the issue. If you, even if they knock off, you know, one of his strikes for going to rehab, you know, that issue's still there. Those things tend not to, like, just disappear. Now, there have been people that got past it, like Randy Orton, for example, but um, there are far more many that, like, just never quite recover. You know, so it, it, it's sad. It's, uh, you know, I, I just, I just hope he'll, he'll be okay. You know, I, I hope that he's getting help and that he'll be okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and an interesting thing, I, I thought this was really funny. Like, I'm sure you heard the story, um, about like Scott Hall when he joined WWE as Razor Ramon and he was basically doing like the Scarface thing. And Vince McMahon yep. loved it because he had never seen Scarface. He thought it was a totally original thing that Scott Hall was doing. He had no idea. Right. 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 I, I, I think, think yeah, most yeah. people have heard this story. Well, the same thing with Riddle. He came in doing Fast Times at Ridgemont High, and Vince McMahon never saw Apparently he doesn't watch a lot of movies. He had no idea that that was like a movie that he was doing. Right. Yeah. And, and, I, and, and to that point, <laughs> I, you know, I, I would listen to yeah. – Jim Cornette and, and Rich Pritchard talk about them going over to Vince McMahon's house to to write the show and go over, you know, <laughs> what's going on. But, yeah, he, he the guy never stopped working. So there was no time mm -hmm. to, like, watching TV wasn't, you know, wasn't, you know, a yeah. thing. You know, it was work, 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 you know, and to the point right. where they would say, you know, you, you can't even be sick. Like, there's no sick days. You don't call out. You, yeah. You you work. Yeah. For him, so, like, yeah, I, leisure I he, was like. He probably yeah. hasn't. <laughs> right. And Jim, by the way, Jim Cornette is hilarious with his commentary on the stuff. Uh, but yeah, like he, um, like for Vince McMahon, leisure would be like going to the gym or like watching a bodybuilding competition. 
Like right, there's yeah. nothing else yeah. in his world. No, no, and, and it's all it's all centered around work, whether he's working out or working in the office or, you know, doing something. It's not just sitting around, right. you know, watching a movie, eating popcorn or, or, or whatever. It's, it's constant yeah. work with him. And that's why writers tended not to last long. Right. Yeah. They, you know, they, yeah. they would, they would definitely get, get burnt out. And because who, honestly, who keep up that schedule? <laughs> right. Right. Stro, like, okay, and I keep bringing it back to you. For like, Okay, so for me it's like a slam dunk comparison, right? So you were in WCW, and I, I've met Eric Bischoff before. I can't say that I'm friends with him, but I've definitely interacted with him and stuff like that. He strikes me as almost a polar opposite to Vince McMahon. Kind of a same end result kind of thing, but he just seems so much more friendly and approachable and, like, an actual person with interests and, like, I don't know. He just seemed, like, just just totally different. Oh, yeah, he was very approachable and very hands-on yeah. on the creative and production. He was huge on production, big on production and yeah. how the production for the uh, tapings worked. So, I mean, he was... Um, you know, uh, matter of fact, a lot of a lot of the reason why he took a hiatus for a while was because he was his frustration on how the production was going. Because I mean, he was like a perfectionist, really making the production okay. looking the best it can be, right? So that yeah, that yeah. among other but I mean, but the same. Uh, he also it, likes it to hunt, right? <laughs> oh yeah, 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 he, yeah, yeah, yeah. From time to time, but no. I mean, it, it's yeah. just fascinating how big he was in production and. Um, and so forth. Now, have you ever been in a meeting with Vince McMahon? I don't know if I've ever asked you that. I I can't say that I have, but I I, I would okay. hear about how it goes. I mean, like for example, like yeah, years back, if if there was an idea pitched to the uh, the board, if you will, um. And everybody have an input on the idea nine times out of ten. It, when this the man was a yes and no person within the idea, right? And yeah, usually yeah. when he puts the green light on the idea, usually nine times out of ten there's success because it was a had everybody's input into it, right? So okay, yeah. I mean, and, and so basically you're pitching ideas to a team, but you're really just pitching it to Vince. Basically, it, it's it's. It's a snowball effect, if you will, at the time yeah. that we're doing. So, I mean, I'm sure it's a lot different these days, even though I, I don't still think it's the end result when Vince was running, running the company where Vince yeah. would be the fine yet, yet, yay or nay person for that. No, I, and this is going to be, like, somewhat unrelated, but it's something that, like, comes to mind, and I'm so curious – like, I've always heard that the knock on WCW was it was too many cooks in the kitchen. But in WWF, it was one guy, one guy's singular vision, and that's it pretty much. And so, like, WWF, it was a lot easier to understand what was expected of you. Mm -hmm. Did you find that to be true? Because, like, from my perspective, what I know about WWF or WWE or whatever, if you wanted to talk to Vince... He wasn't even always the easiest guy to like meet meet with. 
you'd have to go through a million different people to get to them who will give you a million different answers. Whereas, like, in WCW, like you said, Eric Bischoff was, like, open door, totally approachable. I often wonder if it's not, like, kind of the opposite of what everybody says. Yeah, well, I, I, I do feel that if WCW had that mentality, per se, of the WWE, where they would have, uh, like we mentioned earlier, about an idea that would build yeah. and, and to, to the final yes or no, no at the end, I, I, mm-hmm. I think that would really, really, really help WCW at the time because, I mean, they had the potential to, to do that. It's just uh, there's a lot of disarray, if you will, you know, and, yeah. and a lot of ahead. So, I mean, that, we're, we're kind of working against ourselves, basically, as far as that goes. It's interesting. Uh, 914-338-1885, if you guys want to hop on. Still got a couple more minutes here. Um, yeah, but I, I, I mean, I, I find that fascinating. Um, yeah. Overall, would you say WCW was a pretty positive experience? Oh, yeah. Uh, one I'll always cherish. I mean, they, at yeah. the time, where, where was that, you know, with, uh, with the Monday Night Wars and everything and, and being arguably, you know, one of the two biggest companies out there in the world, uh, with the greatest talent from all over the world. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's a time I always cherish, really. Yeah, and you guys had an amazing roster back then, too. It was sick how much talent was there. <laughs> yeah. You know? Amazing. Like, WWF, WWF they, the hour, I mean, you'll back me up on this. WWF spun it like, you know, they've got all the old guys and we're creating these new stars. But they had to create the new stars because all the talent left and went to WCW. Everybody was there. Yeah, I, yeah, I was just going to say that they had no choice but to, you know, create right. their own talent because everybody else was, was you know, in WCW. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, even like, yeah. And not even just the main event guys. There were so many guys that were like, mid-carters in WWF that left and went to WCW and started main eventing there, and it's like, and it happened for years. It, it, yeah, it happened well, I mean, there's, for years. But there was a, a, a report out that, you know, and I believe it was Eric Bischoff that said that Steve Austin would never draw a dime. You know, there was just nothing right. that you could market with him, and then, you know, he becomes probably, in, in, in this era, probably the biggest draw that we've seen. Yeah. You know, Mick Foley wins the world title, and they go, oh, that'll put butts in seats. You know? <laughs> and then everybody switched channels to watch Mick Foley win the title. Right. They, yeah, you're right, Stro. A lot of those wounds were self-inflicted. <laughs> yeah, and, and they, you know, just out of necessity, yeah. WWF did really what they had to do to survive at that point. Yeah, and and it and yeah. it paid off. It did. It did. It was an amazing time, and I still, still to this day, like, how much better would Raw be? I I mean I know we got AEW, but that head-to-head competition, man, that really brought out something. And I know it's probably not going to happen again. But it just made both companies just so – even when a company was, like, on the losing end of that battle, 
both of their products were like heads and shoulders above what you're seeing today by and large. Uh, and that's because of head-to-head know, head think, competition. Right. Yeah. I think if you if you graded them, you know, week to week, one was an A plus, and then one was an A minus. You know, they were sure. they were just you know that that close with the competition, the matches, the stories, with everything going on. You know, it, it, it was it was so close, and it, listen, it had me flipping back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. I can remember I used to use an old VCR back then, and I would watch one, and I would tape the other one, and then I would watch the, the I, which, whichever one I watched, I, I guess I watched Raw first usually, but then I would start right in on Nitro as soon as Raw went on. I was skipping Silk Stockings and going right, Silk Stockings and going right to, uh, to Nitro from there, you know. I was up sometimes till 1, 2 in the morning watching this stuff. Right, and didn't, didn't and Nitro I, replay and itself I couldn't right afterwards? It, it probably did, yeah. Yes. Yeah, it yeah. probably did. At least for a period they did, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, not, I'm not talking long, but I thought yeah. in the beginning, I thought Nitro would automatically replay right. As soon as it went off, it would it would start right up again, because they knew what was going on. I think you're right. I think you're right. And you remember how they used to, like, they would try and, like, one-up each other by starting, like, a minute earlier or, like, two minutes it, earlier? It, it, they ended up, like, sometimes, like, six, seven minutes early they were starting. Yeah, and that, or running it two or three minutes later, which, if you had a DVR, stunk because it only recorded to to the hour, and then you always missed, yeah. you know, the last couple of yeah. minutes. Yeah, what were you guys doing to us, bro? That was nuts. <laughs> We were watching each other actually. It, it was so cool because at the time, we, you know, we would wrestle on the back, and and and, yeah. and they would watch us. And the ECW guys would watch both our <laughs> programs. So it was pretty wild. So like, okay, like you guys are watching. Like, like were, were there any favorite angles or matches or, or wrestlers from Raw that like of the WCW guys? Were there like favorites? Like, I really enjoyed this angle or whatever, like that kind of stuff. Oh, I, 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 the Steiners, they enjoyed watching Steve Austin on Raw and like, some of the <laughs> other sure. editors. Are, and, uh, um, <laughs> you guys I, are I, probably I, running I, around I, backstage going, yeah. You guys I are running around backstage <laughs> going, oh, hell yeah, you know? Uh, <laughs> that's awesome. And I was sitting next to Rick guys... one time watching the yeah. Venus match, which is pretty surreal. So. <laughs> that was his stuff. <laughs> right. Right. Did, um... Did you guys get a kick out of like when Vince McMahon would come on and be like a WCW? Oh God, yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it had to be yeah. pretty cool. Like, and Howard, I mean, Howard, Howard goes back way, way far. Like I do, like you do, Stro. Like, it, it, it had to have been really cool and really humbling that WWF was acknowledging you guys. Because they didn't acknowledge anybody back in the day, and they only did it because they knew that they were trailing. Right. <laughs> you like on each like each of the like the raw and the nitro. Uh, you recall when yeah. Eric Bischoff went challenges to Vince McMahon. <laughs> right. And, yeah. And then the, I'd fight you in any back alley. Right. <laughs> Devoid of cameras. Did you see Vince McMahon on the raw end yeah. in the backstage segment? Talking about, you know, he don't give a damn about this. <laughs> oh my god, it was great. Yeah, it, it really, it really kind of broke that 
that wall down where, you know, like you said, WWE yeah. didn't acknowledge anybody existed, you know, outside of Stanford, Connecticut. Yeah. There were no other wrestlers in the world. If you listen to them, you know, guys would show up and, you know, for all intents and purposes, you know, they could have brought Steve Austin in as a rookie because he, he had never wrestled anywhere before. You right. know, and you're like, no, you know, I, I, <laughs> yeah. I saw this guy two weeks ago, you know, I, I, you know, but that really, that battle kind of forced each other, each company to acknowledge, to acknowledge you. Listen, yeah. you don't think McDonald's acknowledges Burger King, right? Burger King does the same thing with McDonald's. They know they're out there. Mm-hmm. They can't, they mm-hmm. can't forget about it. So you got to throw a little right. dig in, you know, everyone, and yeah. you know, Burger, Burger King does it with their Whopper being bigger than the Big Mac. You know, so they're acknowledging yeah, McDonald's yeah. does exist, but my product's better than theirs. Yeah. Another thing that's interesting, if you use the fast food analogy, you know Burger King years ago when they really started their national expansion, rather than doing research into, like, where would be the best places to put their locations, they looked at where McDonald's was stationed and put them right nearby. Yeah. I always yeah, find that absolutely. fascinating. It's kind of it's kind of what WCW did. It's the same kind of strategy. You know, you're taking it right to them. You have the resources to absorb a little bit of a hit, but you're gonna get at least some curious people who are already watching wrestling, who are gonna tune in to see what's going on on this other channel. Oh, hey, there's these guys that I haven't seen in a couple months. You know, because they're right. no longer with WWF, and maybe you didn't even realize they weren't with WWF anymore. Um, it's interesting because, like, you know, we were kind of talking about, like, how WWF never acknowledged WCW. The first time I can ever remember kind of a, like a, a very, very brief kind of acknowledgement was when Ric Flair came in and they brought the big gold belt with him. If you remember, and they blurred it and out. They wouldn't, and they, well, they didn't start out blurring it out. They actually started out with the WCW title. And then at some point, I think they got sued over it, or, or Ric Flair got sued or something, and so they started blurring it out. But And they wouldn't call it the WCW title, but what they did was they said he was highly successful at this other company. For years, he was basically their Hulk Hogan, and now he's here, and he's got their title belt with him because he's the real world's champion. It was masterfully right. done. I, you know, And, uh, and yeah, they were able yeah. to run with that. Until he had his own WWF title belt, and they didn't need to do that anymore. I, I, I thought it was great. I really did. Oh yeah, it was, it was fantastic. Yeah, and and not only that, but it, it kind of like and WCW was far trailing WWF at that point, trail. But what was cool about it was like, what is that? That's like taking a shot at them without acknowledging them, because like, hey, we have your title belt. Yeah, you can crown a new champion. But the real world's champion is right here. It was crazy. But it was cool. And it was like, I could see that driving me nuts if I was trying to run WCW. Did, did you hear Ric Flair's explanation of how that went down? Where he's, ca- yeah, he's talking. Yeah, it's something with they owed him money or something for a deposit. They owed, yeah, they, yeah, they owed him the deposit money back. And they, apparently they wouldn't give it to him or whatever. And, and yeah. Rick is talking to her, right? And they... They're doing F-bombs, no F-U, no F-U. We hung up the phone, picked up the phone, mm-hmm. called Vince, and said, Vince, is it, and he said, can I come in? Sure, he, uh, I still got the belt. He said, well, bring the belt with you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
And you notice they didn't throw it in the trash. Right. <laughs> That's where they were smart. You know, they, I, I never understood throwing the opponent's belt in the trash. Use it on your television until you're not allowed to anymore. It always made so much more sense to me. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but hey, it was cool. It was cool because, like, WWF treated it like respect, but it was a backhanded slap. It was a backhanded slap. And apparently Vince Absolutely. McMahon was, like, the biggest Ric Flair fan. Yeah, and Vince McMahon was the biggest Ric Flair fan. Like, he wanted to be Ric Flair when he wanted to be a wrestler, and his dad told him, no, like, you're not wrestling. <laughs> It's amazing. It's cool. It is really cool. Um, it definitely, it definitely was a good time to and to watch the whole thing develop and unfold and yeah. and to get to where we are. Have either of you guys watched the Ric Flair documentary yet? I, I've watched some of them. I don't know which which one are you referring to. There's a new one on Peacock. Yeah, that's oh, it's the end, end of the month. month. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's a new one on Peacock coming out. Okay. So, yeah. I, I, the last one I saw was the, the Dark Side of the Ring, and obviously ESPN did one a couple years ago. So, mm-hmm. like, I'm curious, what's Peacock going to do that hasn't already been covered? But I'm hoping it'll almost be like a redemption piece from what Dark Side of the Ring was. I'm hoping. Uh, yeah, yeah, we, we can, yeah, we can hope. <laughs> Hopefully they don't uncover even more on him and ban him again. Uh, but uh, <laughs> there was nothing that came out of that other documentary that people in wrestling, at least, didn't already know. So I think it just kind of became more generally known. So yeah, good stuff, man. Great stuff, actually. No, uh, yeah, it, it anything is. Anything else? Yeah. yeah. Anything else? I'm trying to think. What else is in the news? We <laughs> uh, I have this little app here. Let me just see, because sometimes they have some funny headlines on there. That that's always a good way to uh Matt Matt Riddle's dating an adult movie star. These are kinda like quick hits or whatever. Matt Riddle dating adult movie star Misha Montana. Good for him. I was just talking about how he was down on his luck. His family wasn't talking to him. His his wife, his kids. Um, that would be my answer if my wife stopped talking to me. I would start dating a uh, porn star. <laughs> don't tell her I said that. Also, don't tell the porn star. Um, yeah. You know, here's a good one, Stro. You know, a legendary segment took place on WWE television 21 years ago today. Do you have any idea what that would be? It's one of my favorites. Hmm. Hmm. I'll give you a hint. It involved Booker T. Okay. Okay, fine. It was the brawl with Steve Austin in the supermarket. Oh, the ah. supermarket brawl. <laughs> yeah. Need a price check on a jackass. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, he was so, amazing. So, 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 what was better, the, the Stone Cold, um, Booker T brawl in the supermarket, or 
Mick Foley visiting Vince Vince McMahon in the hospital. (laughs) Totally different. Yeah, totally different. Um, I I think I like the hospital thing better just because I was so into that Mr. McMahon character, and I thought it was so cool what they started to do with Foley, and he started to get over for it, you know? Um, Like I said, totally different things. That supermarket brawl was amazing. Yeah, that was go good. I, yeah. I, I just think wasn't that where Mr. Sacco came, made yes. his debut? Yes, it was Mr. Sacco. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The um, the Booker T. Steve Austin thing, I put that right up there with Steve Austin and Brian Pillman. Good God, by God, he's got a gun. You know, like that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I have them on about the same. You know. Obviously, the Brian Pillman thing a lot more shocking, especially for the time. Um, but, yeah, I, I kind of, yeah, man, that, that Mick Foley stuff, though, you know, you weren't getting much better than that. They just had such good, yeah. That's just my then, then we have the, And then we have the, the, during the invasion angle error, um, yeah when Vince McMahon was, was begging Steve Austin to come back and he, you know, he visited him at the bar and he pleaded with him to come back and pleaded with him to come back and nobody knows if he's coming back or not. And that whole right. build up to Austin returning, that all them, them little vignettes that they, that they filmed was, was just I great. It was just a that. good time to, yeah, yeah. it was, and then, and then, and then the pop he got when he, what, you know, and you know, there's, there's things that are, that are iconic. You know, yeah. the Road Warriors theme music, as soon as that first note hits, you know who's coming out. You know, they get that pop. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when the glass shatters, you know what's coming next. And when that glass yeah. shattered, it was, seemed like we waited, you know, it felt like years for him to return. And that glass finally shattered, and that place went berserk. Oh, it was nuts. It was nuts. But that's how over he was, you know? It was like... I don't think there was a single person who was disappointed that he was coming back. No. Not one. Not one. Now, I, now I'm i going to prove my point about earlier, you know, when I said that, like, at some point, WWF kind of lost WWE. They lost their creativity. Um, we're talking about these vignettes, like, for example, you know, like the the supermarket thing or, or, or like you said, with Steve Austin in the bar, right? Um, how many people actually remember – the time that Triple H invaded Randy Orton's house and took out, like, about 40, like, he just had, like, all these people at his house. It was weird, like, working or, like, hanging out, and Triple H just, like, fought his way through every room. Do you guys remember this at all? No. It was the lead-up no, to WrestleMania that, I don't know. It was the main event of WrestleMania that year. It was the uh, 25, so it would have been Undertaker and Shawn was the real main event. But it ended the show, Triple H and Randy Orton. And Triple H went to his house, and he was just, like, beating everybody up. It, it was like one of those – it was weird. It was like one of those, like, Double Dragon video games, you know, where, like, only three people could load on the screen at the same time. So he'd take out three, and then three more would come. It was weird. <laughs> the, the whole thing was weird. Uh, I'll have to try and find it. Stro, do you remember that? Yeah. Or am I, maybe I'm imagining I this. I, I feel like it definitely so, happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Cause I just remember Triple H just like laid out everybody in the world and now he's gonna fight Randy Orton at WrestleMania and I thought like 
that's pretty cool. But if Randy Orton's so tough, why is he hiding behind all these people at his house? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Howard, before we get out of here real quick, um, I brought it up earlier, the rumor, Roman Reigns, he's obviously got the undisputed title, the you know, WWE and Universal. The rumor is two nights of WrestleMania, two title defenses, once again, one against Cody, one against The Rock, going to lose probably the WWE title and keep his historic reign as Universal Champion. How do you actually feel about that? Horrible idea. Really? Horrible. Okay. I just think there's, no, there's too that? many things that there's too many things that can go wrong. I mean, you WrestleMania for all intents and purposes the grandest stage of the all, right? This is the, their their biggest show, and and yeah. you you know you have now you have to you have to give the crowd on Saturday and Sunday everything you know that they're expecting, and what happens if Roman Reigns suffers an injury just like Cody Rhodes did on night one? <laughs> what did he do to night two? I throw him out there with a torn ACL, baby. Let's go. I'm only kidding. Right. Hey, that's crazy. Yeah. I, I think I think it's better if because because I think with Roman Reigns less is more. Unify the titles, make it one title, and mm-hmm. you right. see it. You just like the old Ric Flair, just like the old Hulk Hogan. He talks a lot on every show, but you see mm-hmm. him mm-hmm. ten or twelve times a year, and that's it. And it's working. He doesn't wrestle on shows. He doesn't. Right. Yeah. So unify the titles. He can still keep his reign. Cody Rhodes is great, and you know, give you know, put eat, what, eat, pick one or the other. I, I just think doing it two nights in a row. There's too much unknown. Too much could go wrong to your main events. Not so much on Saturday, but Sunday you're jeopardizing a main event. Yeah. Well, here's and, and and that's a really good point. I didn't even think about it. Uh, here's the other thing is. Um, with only one world title, it's a real opportunity to elevate the secondary titles. Uh, we saw yes. it earlier yes. when like Austin Theory, right? Like Austin Theory cashed in the Money in the Bank and he went after a secondary title. I didn't agree with that because it came out of nowhere and the titles aren't at that point. But if Cody Rhodes wins the Intercontinental or U.S. Belt at WrestleMania, they can make that a huge deal. And it's not to say that he's never going to challenge Roman for the world title, but for now, that's a pretty damn good place for him to be in. Absolutely. So, Absolutely, uh, yeah. That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. And I, I do think we're, we're probably going to get out of here for tonight, but uh, Howard, did you have anything you wanted to uh, talk about or plug on the way out? Yeah, just real quick. And I know it's Christmas time, um, and I just encourage yeah. anybody who – who's out there as we're shopping, and you see, and I know Toys for Tots is probably the biggest recognizable thing, but any of those toy drops that you have, yes. I mean, go, and it doesn't have to be an expensive toy. Go, I mean, go to go to Dollar General, go, go to a family dollar, go somewhere and buy just a small unwrapped toy, drop it in the box, and it really, I think, could make somebody's Christmas that much better. That's very nice. That's right. Thank you for the time tonight, Howard. Great job as always. Uh, Stro, uh, so <laughs> we're heading out. It, it's been a great time as always. Uh, remind everybody once again what you got going on this week. Well, WWE is Thursday night at 19 Eastern Standard Time, open forum. 
So this is coming before we see it. And I hope you guys are getting ready for an awesome Christmas. Yeah. I can't wait. And uh, so two weeks, guys, until the drunken episode of In the Room. That is December 27th, Tuesday night. I'm looking at all you old callers that used to call in and haven't called in so much. It's a great opportunity to have a little reunion on air. So we'll all be there. Uh, most of us will be drinking. We'll all be having a good time. Uh, the number is always 914-338-1885. So that's Tuesday, December 27th, 9 p.m. Eastern, in the room, the drunken episode. Perfect way to kind of celebrate Christmas and New Year's. Right, falls right in between the two. And uh, I, I think from that, from my perspective, that's about it. Uh, my next ECWA show is in March, so we get a little time there. Uh, tickets and information, though, is always ECWAWrestling.com. Uh, thank you to all the callers. Thank you to the best crew I could ever ask for. You guys are amazing, and you make the job so much fun. Tuesday night is truly a highlight of the week for me. Uh, we'll be back next week. Everybody take care. Be good to each other. Love you all very much. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye.